You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Wow, what an absolute doozy. This week was a doozy. We had nothing to talk about for like, what, it feels like six months now. I know it's only been probably four or five weeks, but it feels like forever that we've been saying the same thing, regurgitating the same crap, and to just today, we got a whole lot of answers. Uh, welcome hey, back. Up. It's Huddle Up. It's a football podcast. I'm Tony, joined by Corey and Daniel. As always, welcome back, Corey what and up? Daniel. What up? What up? Hello. Um, so we have a lot to talk about. And I also want to have a draft for the MVP candidate in honor of Aaron Rodgers' return to Green Bay. But first of all, let's go over that little bit of news because we finally have news to talk about. Aaron Rodgers shows up. There was a big press conference. Did you guys watch any of that? A little bit. I meant to. I, I missed it, but I did get some uh, some headline news with it. He uh, was getting kind of mouthy. He wasn't mouthy. Letting it all, no, letting he, it all out. He was not mouthy. He was very honest. Okay. I mean, well, good. I, think it was, I think it was a very honest conversation where he – finally felt like he was in a position where he was allowed to speak up. And I think the reason that he didn't speak up for so long is because he was smart enough to know that anything you say can and will be used against you, that kind of thing. And now they've got a deal worked out well enough that he can go back to being the Aaron Rodgers that we, we used to know, I guess. But he, he wasn't catty like he used to be. That was what was so interesting. Um, it, good. it was fascinating. You should watch it. He was asked one question, and he went on for like, I think he went on for like four or five minutes. I was seeing updates on my phone of the conversation and I couldn't see the conversation because it wasn't over yet. It was just crazy how long he talked. And I think he explained a lot of things. And honestly, I think it made some sense. One thing that didn't make any sense to me at all, though, was right after he talked about how he wanted to be a part of personnel decisions, we got this news about Randall Cobb is supposed to be, you know, back to Green Bay. And I don't, I'm not very comfortable with this. What do you guys think about Randall Cobb to Green Bay? Is this a band, like, is this a real Band-Aid? Because it seems like this was an offering made to Aaron Rodgers by the organization. Is this going to help us or is Aaron Rodgers going to look like an idiot? I mean, it's, it sounds like an Aaron Rodgers request. Um, I think Randall Cobb's a little washed up. But if Aaron <laughs> Rodgers thinks it helps him and he has chem- chemistry with him, uh, it could be good for him. It gives him more depth. That's, uh, that's for sure. Same boat. He's just too washed. I don't know that this is going to make any real significance other than like, like what Corey's saying, just record. Well, I'm looking here at uh, pro, pro football reference, trying to look at some stats here. Um, since 2018, his last year with Green Bay, he played nine games. Then he played 15 and last year he played 10. I guess that's a concern. He's not been very productive. I'm trying to be not biased here because he feels like he's washed up, but I mean, he's been in the league eight years, you know, there aren't a lot of players that can continue playing like those. Gosh. And then I look and I try to find that series of years. And there was one year that Randall Cobb was a 1200 yard guy one year. Um, And almost every other year it's been five or 600 yards. The more I look at this, the more confused I am. I don't understand. I, I, maybe it's a chemistry thing and a trust thing. I don't know. I guess maybe we have to go back and look at those games and see how valuable those 600 yards were, but he's, He's not, he's not the guy. I don't, I don't understand. There were too many other great players that were available and that could have been bought. This doesn't make any sense to me, but that's not the point. I don't want to go on. Yep. We could do a Very whole show. Odd. We could do a whole show about that, I think. 
Um, but I don't want to wear it out because there are going to be other people with louder voices that will do an entire show on that. So let's move on. Deshaun Watson. Our reports are he's going to show up, and sure enough, we're sitting here, and Deshaun Watson's showing up and warming up on the sidelines and wearing a jersey, drinking the Gatorade with his helmet on. I mean, he's not playing, right? There's nothing to talk about here. <laughs> Go ahead, Daniel. I mean, we thought that he would be on some kind of list right now. You know, commissioner's exempt list, you know, suspended list. It, it's, I don't know why the NFL has kind of drugged their feet on this, but I, yeah, he's showing up wearing, wearing a Jersey at practice, but I, I'm still not convinced that he's playing this year. I, I, I feel like it's going to come down any day now that Deshaun Watson's out for the year. And if he's not, it'll just be just, I don't know. It'll, it'll be pretty shocking to me, really. You know, the more I think about this, it's like this weird chess game with them. I've mentioned that before with Aaron Rodgers. It's not the same. It's not the same with Watson. It's a more hateful game between him and, and the organization. And the, I think the NFL is a player in on this too. It's becoming clear to me. I originally thought he'd be on the exempt list before camp started. That's not happened. Which And then NFL issued a statement basically saying, until we have more information, we're not putting him on the exempt list. So other, le- other teams should go ahead and feel free to acquire the guy. They didn't say it exactly like that, but that was the kind of what they said. But, you know, the amazing thing to me is Deshaun Watson now officially has the most to lose, right? He can either do something that he doesn't want to do at all and hates doing, or he can pay back all that money to Houston because Goodell's not going to put him on the exempt list and he says he's not going to play. Like, what if this is just this crazy feud? I, it's just so much deeper. I think this is even deeper than what we just dealt with with Aaron Rodgers and, and the Green Bay Packers, because this thing just seems malicious. I mean, it really does. I do not think Deshaun Watson's going to take a snap for the Houston Texans, whether or not he's on the list. I guess that's the long story short. Yeah, uh, there's a rumor he's going to Philly. I'm curious to see if that'll happen, but I mean, like we're about to go through our playoff predictor, and I did all these games assuming Deshaun Watson wasn't playing, so. So did I. I yeah, I did the same too. And I, there were multiple times actually that I thought, okay, I was like, okay, it's, so it's week six, Philadelphia's playing this team and they might have Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I mean, like the thought crossed my mind, but I yeah. Didn't, I didn't do that either. I didn't the, have him on Philly either. The, I, the thought crossed my mind, but, but no, I didn't, I didn't pick that way at all. Philly makes sense and it would make me eat everything that I ever said about all the Philadelphia wide receivers. Zach Wilson, rookies. Uh, Daniel, Zach Wilson, doesn't have a contract sign. Is he the last rookie of all the rookies? Yes. Um, is that that is true? Is that it? Yeah, he's the last rookie. Wow. Wow. What a bad um, look you, for the Jets. I mean, you draft a guy uh, that's going to turn around your franchise and you can't even sign him before training camp. I think it's more of a bad look for Zach Wilson. I mean, just sign the contract. You you worked your whole life to get to the NFL, sign your contract, play football, and it gives your team a bad impression too. Like, this guy's more worried about his money than winning football games right now. So well, what's the, what's the hang up? I don't, apparently, I mean, with any contract, it's money. I'm sure. Are they trying to rip him off? I don't know I anything about it. Well, I mean, we don't know any of the details and honestly, the rookie contracts are still very confusing to me. It used to be more set than it is now. Now the, the players can negotiate, but I mean, everybody else has signed. I can't imagine they have to be ripping him off. That's the only, that or he's delusional. It's one of the two. I think it's got, I mean, it's set to a certain point. He's got to be delusional. Like he better at this point, he better show up and absolutely 
rock the stocks off the NFL and be in contention for MVP at this point. Because if you show up after this and you suck, that's going to look really bad. Well, and the shame is the team, even with a great Zach Wilson, the Jets aren't exactly primed into, you know, we're going to do a playoff prediction here soon. I don't think any of us have the Jets making the playoffs. Is that right? Correct. And that's assuming (laughs) Zach Wilson is the quarterback or Cam Newton or Aaron Rodgers himself. I don't think the Jets are making it to the, to the playoffs regardless. Um, But you're right. You know, if he doesn't show up quick, they're going to have an early pick again. They're going to be staring down the barrel of more quarterbacks and wondering if this guy is really the one he could become the backup really, really quickly. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I think I have a feeling this is more Jets related than Zach Wilson. It, and he's he's really good, and I think he's going to show up and light the world on fire and prove to everyone he was worth that second pick. The Jets are I'm a terrible a Zach organization. Fan. I, they really are. I hope you're right. So I'm putting it on them. They are I'm a horrible, horrible organization, so I do hope you're right. Um, another player expected to come out and light it up, Dak, Dak Prescott. He's at practice after breaking his leg in a terrible way, and now he has a shoulder injury. I don't think this is a big deal. So I don't know if we should, if you guys do think it's a big deal, we can spend a lot of time on it, but it just seems like, you know, a guy getting back into football shape. Not that he ever wasn't, but I mean, a little bit of soreness. He says it's unrelated to a leg injury. Of course it's unrelated to a leg injury. It's your arm, bud. I mean, it's just a matter of normal hurt. Is that right? Anybody? Yeah. uh, I know he, he left under his own power. I mean, it wasn't like a, you know, near broken collarbone or anything like that. It was just, you know, he jogged off the practice field. Um, he he threw it early. Um, he he did seven on sevens, eleven on eleven, and he, he kind of just jogged off the field. So maybe it was just something that didn't feel right, and they're keeping him out as a precaution. But well, yeah, I mean, he he is going to miss a few weeks, so it's not just some minor soreness either. Um, so. Who knows what this will be like? I mean, this is this is the first full off season these guys have had in two years, so we'll see if it affects anything the way they start. They start against Tampa, so they better get it together quick. Sorry, I was reading about Zach Wilson. <laughs> what did you read? It's about the timing of when money hits. Okay, we're listening. Uh, I'm still trying to figure it out. Um Wilson basically wants his money sooner than the Jets are willing to give it to him. Ah, okay. I mean, is it common that they get money earlier than what they're offering? Yeah, I, I can't no imagine this is something new. I mean, it's just weird. There we go. It's something to look for. That's We might be ahead of the game here, okay? Because nobody else is talking about it, so let's get to work. We'll talk about that maybe next week if somebody else hasn't talked about it and it's exhausted by then. Um, let's see here. Yeah, let's just jump right into the playoffs. Any Any more news? Am I missing anything? I think we're good. Yeah. Good. Um, I saw, wait, wait. Corey showed me Mac Jones throwing a, a touchdown, and it was actually he a looked, really pretty touchdown. He looked like Tom Brady. Check out. Like he, identical. he actually, to be fair, Corey had me convinced for a second that it was Tom Brady. Like, I did believe it for a minute. <laughs> I did walk up to you and say, well, look at this video of Tom Brady. And yeah. You didn't ask it's exactly what you said. <laughs> I figured that it was Tampa Bay practice. The man was wearing a red jersey, and the next thing you know, I was like, "Wow, that was great." He hasn't lost it. He hasn't lost a step. And he was like, "Yeah, he hasn't." <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Cam Newton, comeback player of the year. Playoff predictions. Okay, so we went to playoffpredictors.com. Found it randomly on a Google search, and it's a lot like the uh, what is it? The playoff machine. What's it called? Uh, ESPN does one. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, playoff machine. Late in the season, ESPN puts up a playoff machine. This thing is the exact same thing, except it's for every, it's like built in, ready to go for every matchup of the season, and it calculates itself all the way up to the Super Bowl. It's amazing. So we sat down and we clicked through 18 weeks of games, and this is what we kind of came up with. Um, we didn't really talk about how we're going to organize this. Do you, we kind of did, but uh, trying to figure out who's going to throw the first, uh, who's going to throw the first playoff team out, and should it be surprise team? Should it be? How, talk about this for a well, second. Well, we'll say that. Yeah, yeah. Why don't here, Daniel, break down just kind of what you have, um, and if there's any surprises in there, if it's one team that shouldn't be there, or if it's one team that's you know one or two seed that we wouldn't think would be there. And just kind of break down why you think they'd be there. I love it. Let's go. Sure. Yeah. And we we literally had to click the winner and loser of every single regular season NFL game. So this took a little bit, guys. <laughs> um, the AFC, it, it's kind of it's top heavy and it's kind of the consensus, really. I I almost hate it, but it's Chiefs, Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens, one, two, three, right there. And then right after the Ravens, I have the Colts taking the number four seed, so taking that division. I have the Dolphins, Chargers, and Browns. So kind of a mix between Dolphins, Chargers is kind of a surprise there. Do you guys kind of feel that too? Do you guys have either one of them in your AFC uh, playoff picture? Which, hey, speaking of Dolphins, we did skip over this news. Um, Xavier Howard, top three corner in the league probably, requested a trade today. Oh, yeah, we did skip over that news. So that's, I mean, I was really banking on that because I, I really like this Dolphins D and they are super tough. And he said that he grew increasingly frustrated with the way that his extension talks have been going because basically he said two years ago I accepted a deal from them to stay on the team and it was kind of a short deal, but I accepted it anyway. And I really, really have outplayed that contract and they don't feel the same way. Wow. basically, and I'm upset and I'm leaving because now they don't want to pay me what I'm worth when they didn't want to two years ago as well, and I played two years after I signed a short contract then. So he's kind of been more than patient with the Dolphins, and the Dolphins are kind of just saying, yeah, we'll see you. But that's going to be huge for them, losing Xavier Howard. Um, so that might affect you know, the Dolphins pick there, but uh, hopefully they can work it out with them, but I have the Dolphins at five. Um, do you guys have either one of them at no. your five, six, seven spot? No, I've got the Dolphins at six and eleven, and the Chargers at nine and eight. Neither of them making the playoffs. Wow! I I, you I hate, do have the Chargers, the Chargers in the playoffs. I didn't hate the Chargers. I didn't hate them. <laughs> I, I promise, I did not hate them. I'm kind of sad yeah, looking at it right now. I mean, I'm sad, but it's you should be. I I think the Chargers. I, so. I've got the Chargers at 12 and five, but I originally had them at like 15 and two, and I had to go back and look at their schedule. And think so. <laughs> yeah, I I'm in love with the Chargers this year. In fact, I'm looking through here of where I have them. Give me just a second. I've got them at 10 and seven, so pretty close, uh, Tony, to what you were saying there. But um, I, I definitely have them making the playoffs, and I bet you. I bet you they at least win a game in the playoffs. I think this is a team that no one will want to play. Tony, who do you have uh, just kind of running down the board there? Is your one, two, three different at the top? Let's take a look here. Trying to figure this out. Man, I've got a lot of screens happening here. I'm looking just at my playoff teams here. Um, 
I didn't sort them out the same way you did. Ravens, I've got the Titans in. I've got the Titans and the Colts in the playoffs. Browns and the Steelers. Washington football, Washington football team. I got them back in. That was an absolute accident. I didn't even love them. I put them at 9-8, and eight and they ended up with the seventh seed in the NFC. So I didn't even give them a whole lot of love, but I do like Washington this year. The defense is stout, and Fitz, Fitzpatrick is, I mean, he's an upgrade. I hate to say that. You all know how much I liked Alex Smith. I mean, what he did was amazing. I can't say that he was the same Alex Smith that we remember. I don't think he would have been even, you know, at this point in his career. I don't know that he would have been the same Alex Smith had he not had that injury. Fitzpatrick it, yeah. has shown time and time again to be an absolute gunslinger. And I think Which he, has also been a negative, too. Well, it has been, but with a defense as good as Washington's defense, I, I think it kind of washes itself out there. And now that that offense has suddenly become something that has to be respected, I don't have them going very far into the playoffs, but I did, I did project them in on a 9-8 and eight record. Well, Tony, it will please you to know. Oh, I was yeah. just going to go over AFC real quick, but I have Washington winning that division. Wow. Wow. I believe in them, too. Wow. They made it to the playoffs with the 31st-ranked offense last year. I yep. mean, come on. That was bad. You get Ryan Fitzpatrick. You get a healthy Antonio Gibson this time. You sign Curtis Samuel as kind of a, just another, um, you know, another piece you could use. And I mean, how do you not become a better team than you were last year? That defense is only getting better. But anyway, AFC wise, I, I was kind of focused on AFC, but oh, then AFC, we could kind of AFC. go to the NFC. Um, um, Steelers, Browns. I don't have any have surprises. There? I don't have any surprises at all there. So you said you had Tennessee in. Tennessee. It looks a lot like uh, last year. And then the Steelers. Yeah. You said you had the Steelers Steelers in. and the Browns, yeah. I didn't like the Steelers this year. Well, I, I did tried not have them making the playoffs. I tried to not like them, but I made them 10-7 and seven anyway. It wasn't by choice, my friend. Yeah. Corey, what's your AFC look like? Um, I've got the Steelers missing the playoffs. Um, yeah, me too. I've got, I've got the Colts winning the AFC South. I think Bill's... Winning the AFC East, that's a no-brainer. Same with the Chiefs. And then I have the Browns winning the AFC North. Steelers don't make it, but the Bengals do. The Titans make it as a wild card. And then I have the Chargers making it as a wild card at 12-5 and five instead of 15-2 and two as I initially wanted to pick. But, yeah. Um, so you have, the, you have the Ravens where? Oh, I've got them at 7-10. and 10. So you have the Bengals making the playoffs and the Ravens missing the playoffs. Yeah, I've got the Bengals at eleven and six. Whoa! Corey, where, Tony, sound the alarm. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess I can run, kind of peek through their schedule real quick. I've got them beating the Ravens Ooh. once, I think. Sure, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough division. I could see almost all of them just splitting all the games. That's a, that's a really actually. Tough I've got division. them. I've got them beating the Ravens twice, which is kind of weird. I mean, it's happened. I've got that division. Who, who else? Who else do you have the Bengals beating, Corey, while you've got it pulled up? Uh, the Ravens, the Vikings, the Jags. I've got them beating the Raiders, the Steelers. I have the Steelers beating them once. I haven't beaten the Chargers in week 13. Um, just could, I just felt like it was two young quarterbacks. Um, and the way I had them, the Bengals were hot, so I went ahead and took them. I had the 49ers beating the Bengals. 
And then they actually have them losing three straight at the end of the season. So they start pretty hot and then slow. But I mean, there's not a, <laughs> I, I guess the Chargers and the Ravens are the biggest things that are weird on here. But I think it could happen. What are we going to do when the Bengals start 12 and 2 and Corey's right? <laughs> oh, no. I think we'll have to take five shots. Hey, Corey, how confident oh. are you in uh, this 12 win season of the Bengals? How zero. 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 <laughs> zero. Oh, man. Zero I was going to bet okay. you five shots yeah. and then give you two. That was give a five shot bet. So yeah. They only have to get to 10. Wow. Well, hey, well, I have them at 11 and 6. Well, okay. I just changed it. Oh, I thought it was okay. <laughs> no, okay, no, okay. no, 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 no. Wait, take that back. I didn't change anything. 11 and 6, so they'd have to get to 9 wins for me to take 5 shots. Are you going to do that deal? No, because I don't really like the Bengals that much, but their schedule might oh. get there. You know, Man, I was going to do that. I was going to do that, too. I have that as the hard, as the toughest division, too, and it's by far. When I look through yeah. here, uh, the Chiefs, I think well, they're going to the run AFC, away. Right? In general, like... There's a tougher division in the NFC, I think. I don't think there is. Yeah, the West is fucking tough, bud. The West oh. is the best division in football. And this is outside talking about my Ravens in the AFC North. Okay, then let's table this. We're going to have a conversation about the AFC North and the NFC West and which one is the best okay. division in football. That's in, that's the next week's episode right there. All right. Okay? Okay. 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 And then what about NFC? What do you guys have there? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, just take it, and if there's anything crazy, we'll call you a loser. Okay. Um, I've got nothing crazy here. Tampa Bay at the top, and then the Rams second. I think I have them tying in record, but somehow um, Tampa Bay took that took that spot there, probably because of the matchup uh, throughout the year. And then I have the Packers at number three, and then Washington at four since they win that division. And then I have the 49ers at five, Seattle at six, and actually I have the Saints sneaking in at number seven so you know we mentioned the that nfc west i have three of those teams making the playoffs there wow i've got the 49ers at 14 14 in the nfc 14 wins no 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 i do too at no 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 at position 14 at four wins and 13 losses i have no the 49ers i've got them getting their ass kicked this year Corey, where do you have Corey? Yeah, we got to get Danny on Discord. I can't hear what he's saying. I've got the 49ers at 4 and 13. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. We had the you exact guys. same. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So we got to put, oh. put a five shot bet I've on got that. Owen you guys in realize, the You guys realize how good this team is and they were just all injured last year? I'll put and five. And they added Trey Lance in there? Yeah, and they're already getting injured again. It's a bad field and it's bad training staff. I'll put five. Okay, great. I'll put five what shots on the 49ers don't make the playoffs. I mean, I'll do that Record-wise, I mean, God. Yeah, tough division, bud. You want to say it's one of the best in football? Come on, put your five shots where your mouth is. It is one of the best in football. I mean, it's tough for a team to make the playoffs with the best division in football. You play the best team six times a year. So will they make it or not? Yes. Okay, five shots. Done? Done? Yep. Okay, write it down. We got uh, Tim Tebow's going to make the roster, and the Niners won't make the division. Y'all, you... You, my friend, no, Daniel. Playoff. Playoff. I'm sorry. You, Daniel, are going to take 10 shots, and you're going to be fucked. Next. I, I feel like you're going to be taking 10 shots when starting <laughs> with Tim Tebow here in a couple of weeks doesn't make that roster. Uh, <laughs> um, who? So, Tony, you ran through yours, right? Um, at this point, I just named 
the Niners because I've got them outside and you had them so high. I, okay, go ahead. It's kind of hard for me to get to exactly that list because I don't know where I'm at here. Give me a second. There we go. Uh, Packers. Jesus. I, the website is great, but it's kind of hard for me to understand here. NFC. Packers. What's wrong with me? What's wrong? Oh, bye week. Sorry. Sorry. This website's got me confused. Packers, Bucks, Rams, Vikings, Cowboys. Football team. We talked about that. Uh, Seattle Seahawks. I've got them, by the way, I've got Seahawks running away with it. 14-3. and 6-0 in the division. That wasn't intentional, but it did happen. I, that's probably not a forecast that I would stamp in stone. They're going to split some of those games. This is a great division, so I shouldn't have... I, I probably meant to split games and didn't split them, so I need to correct myself there. But I still think the Seahawks will be be in the picture. Even if the Rams were to pass them, it would be Rams 1, Seahawks 2. So I think both of those teams will make it in. I really like your Vikings pick. Um, I, they're one win out from beating out the Saints for that seven spot, and I think that defense, with the changes they've made, I think that defense is going to go back to a normal Mike Zimmer defense. And of course, we all we we know the firepower they have on offense. So I, I really like the Vikings this year to to definitely pull a rebound year. I feel like this is um, like this is it for the Vikings, and we don't talk about that enough. But I bet they talk about that. Like Kirk Cousins is not a real flashy guy, but he doesn't make huge mistakes. Doesn't make big plays. Doesn't make huge mistakes though. So yeah, I mean they were looking in the draft to replace him. And yeah, they, he, they settled with Kellen Mond, but yeah. I mean, they wanted they wanted a bigger guy at quarterback, and, and he's so. going to be replaced. It's not he's not the long term thing. I think this system no. works really well with him, though. I'm worried that it won't work as well with the next guy. Also, considering that Adam Thielen is aging, so by the time the next guy gets there, he might not have Adam Thielen. Dalvin Cook is already signed a second deal, so he, he's aging. I mean, this seems like a win now team, and we don't talk about that enough. Yeah. Corey, what do you have there on the NFC side? Um, for, first of all, I'd say I have the 49ers at 9 and 8. I was actually looking at Tony's sheet. Oh, so man. Have identical. So I do have the Niners at 9 and 8, but they are missing the playoffs. Woo-hoo, lucky buddy. Um, lucky buddy. <laughs> I do. I've got, where's my number one? I've got the Bucks with the one seed. The two is the, oh, I'm sorry. The Bucks aren't the one seed. The Rams are the one seed. Bucks are the yep. two. Packers are the three, then the Giants at the four. I've got them winning the NFC East. Wow. Whoa. I think, I think the Giant they put some effort into this O line. When Daniel Jones has a clean pocket, he's an absolute surgeon. I watched him in prime time. He's an absolute surgeon. Um, I think it's the team that it's a horrible division. Absolutely horrible. Every you guys talk so highly of Washington. They were a bad team that made the playoffs last year. Like, let's be frank, they were bad. And they just so have the be in a horrible division. And I think the Giants have the quarterback that is extremely underrated, and he's going to be able to get them to the next level. I've got the Giants at eleven and six. I got the Cardinals at the five, Seahawks at the six, and then uh, I do have Washington making the playoffs with the seventh seed. But I've got three teams in the NFC West making it: the Rams, Cardinals, and Seahawks. So I guess you could say the Giants are my surprise team. Um, uh, and it's just, yeah. it's just, it's just a feeling in my gut. I don't, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we talked about a make or break year for Kirk Cousins. I think Daniel Jones is going into a make or break year too. They loaded up that offense with weapons, and if he, if he finishes with the same stats, I mean, he had 
awful stats. Um, and, and he carries them to another losing record. I think they're going to look at replacing him next off season. I'm really? scared for him. Hey, yeah, Corey, if I, I text really you, if I text you an image, Corey, can you get it up on the Twitch? If you email it to me, yeah. Okay, uh, it's on the way. I've got a sheet in front of me comparing Jones and Josh Allen their first two seasons in the NFL. There's four categories, completion percentage, passing yards per game, touchdown to interception ratio, and then their passer rating. And Daniel Jones is beating Josh Allen in all four categories. Um, just to list a couple, uh, touchdown to interception, Daniel Jones is 35 and 22, Josh Allen 30 and 21. Yards per game, Daniel Jones is 221, Josh Allen 184. Now, wait a minute. That's passing yards per game. Passing, what I say? You said yards per game. Yeah, passing yards per game. Okay, okay. And then um, Daniel Jones is over 60% completion percentage, which is what you want out of a starter, and Josh Allen was at 56, so he was under that. The Bills stuck with him. It worked out. I, I don't think the Giants are out on Daniel Jones. I don't think that at all. I don't think they are yet. I That's what I said. I like Daniel Jones. I really hope he does it. And like but Josh you said, Allen if he puts up, you said it, if he puts up another shitty season of stats, they might move on. But he hasn't really put up shitty stats. I mean, those aren't great. I mean, a third being going into your fourth year, and if if you have stats like that, I mean, Josh Allen did not have good stats his first two years, and like you said, they stuck with him. And I, I feel like if Daniel Jones doesn't show that he's, you know, like a a surgeon, like you said, that they might start to move on from him. Not that they're going to like immediately, but I think they're going to wonder what a world would be like without Daniel Jones. I don't think they dislike him yet. They loaded up this offense for him. And I, I'm just saying it's a make or break year, kind of like halfway it was for Josh Allen last year. Cause if he would have stuck last year, the bills probably would have been trying to figure out another future plan, but he ended with a, like a half MVP season. So it ended up being great for him. I hope Daniel Jones could do the same. I think he will. Because I, I, I like him. I think they're going to be big time this year. They're going to win that NFC South 11-6, and six, finish in the four spot. Would so, you take a no. five-shot bet that they don't win that division? Oh, my God. That's the third siren this fucking that, – that's three sirens, guys. That's two five-shot um, bets. I'll do that. Giants win the division. Oh, my God, Corey. Corey. Oh, my God, Corey. You just guaranteed yourself five shots. No, I didn't. Oh, no, buddy. Okay. You're playing with a bunch of blumpkins over you're, there. You're your own man. That's fine. I support now, you. Well, there's one caveat. If Deshaun Watson plays for the Eagles, I'm, I don't want that bet. Okay. Is that fair? That's fine. We can void it. That's fine. Okay. So the bet is, is the bet that they're going to win the division? Yes. God, yeah. Corey. God, Corey. <laughs> Okay, the bet is the Giants will win the NFC East, and if they don't, Corey takes five shots. And if they do, Daniel takes five shots, unless Deshaun Watson's in the division. Is that fair? Yep, correct. Okay, bang. Bingo, bango. There you have it. Anything else? Is there any other surprises here? For my like Super Bowl predictions, I was really disappointed in myself. I had the Seahawks into, what is this, the divisional round, and I've got them beating the Cowboys. After that, it becomes back right back to where we started, Chiefs and Buccaneers. Anybody have anything else different? Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know about that, but I have the Browns going 16-1 and one and winning the AFC. Okay, I'll take that. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, and I mean, just looking at their schedule, it's kind of a cakewalk. I mean, I've got them beating the Chiefs week one, which I feel like is absolutely realistic. It's just something I did. And then I think they beat the Ravens a couple times. Um, I've got them beating the Colts. You know, I looked looked at the week one matchup. And I, I honestly, I initially clicked the Browns. Like you're, I think you're right, Corey. Because, but then I thought, well, Patrick Mahomes is not a cocky man. Like he's not going to put this game off. But the Browns have something to prove. I mean, this is gonna, that's going to be a game. That's going to be a really great game. I don't think they have anything to prove. I just think they're a really tough football team. And I think Baker Mayfield is a hell of a quarterback, and he's got the team around him to get it done. And he's in his what third or fourth season now, so he's mature. He knows the game. I think he's going to ball out this year. Um, I, the only loss I have him is the Steelers in Week 17, just an in-division loss. Yeah, 16-1 and for the Browns. They won my AFC. I even went back and checked it, and I was like, no, I'm good. I'm going to leave it here. Nice. Um, I've got the Bills at 2, Chiefs at 3, Colts at 4. Um, then my wild cards are the Chargers, Titans, and Bengals in the AFC. So my two surprises would be the Bengals making it into the playoffs and the Browns at one. I thought Washington football team was my surprise, but I wasn't alone, so must not be a surprise. Corey, who do you have in the final? Uh, the Super Bowl? Yeah. So I've got the Colts beating the Chargers uh, wild card weekend, and they go on to play the Browns and – I, I really wanted to be a homer and take the Colts, but I, th- I think it's a good matchup for him. I went wow. ahead and took, took the Browns. I have the Bills beating the Chiefs in the divisional round. So it's Browns, Bills, AFC Championship. I went ahead and took the Bills. If I had the Colts there, I, I could see a scenario where the Colts beat the Bills, but I didn't want to be that guy. So I've got the Bills in the Super Bowl, NFC, um, I've got the Rams beating the Seahawks in the divisional round. The Seahawks take out the Packers in wildcard weekend. Uh, then it's Rams and Bucks in the NFC championship. I have the Rams beating the Bucks. They're going to get back to the Super Bowl this year with Matt Stafford. I absolutely expect that team to just, it's going to be the greatest show on turf again. It was a few years ago when they made the Super Bowl. It's going to be that again. Um, and I've got the Rams beating the Bills. I just think, when you have the best defensive lineman in the league, the best cornerback in the league, you've got great wide receivers, and you now have a great quarterback. Um, I think it's all going to come together for the Rams. I wish the Colts had gotten Stafford, but we didn't. The Rams got him, which is probably a better fit, honestly, for him. I think the Rams take it. He get, Stafford gets it done this year. He might even win an MVP. Would that be the story? What about how you and I were talking about how you're a little bit worried about Kyler Murray? As much as you like Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah. I love Kyler Murray, but I could see Kyler Murray being the next Matt Stafford in a a way that Kyler Murray balls out every year. He's an absolutely fantastic quarterback, but in that division, I could see the Cardinals just not making the playoffs every year. And Kyler Murray could be stuck there for a decade, be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. We may not ever hear about him. Hell, you never see him play as of right now. So, um, yeah, he Kyler Murray could be the next Matt Stafford. As much as I like him, uh, he may be stuck there in uh, no man's land in the NFC West for a while. Well, 
I think we're all glad Matt Stafford got out. And I do hope the best. I, uh, Super Bowl win? Wow. And that's pretty bold, Corey. But you know what? You have loved the Rams for a while and for good reason. And you've always backed it up. It's a sound team. And it's an exciting team. And Matt Stafford makes a huge difference. I don't think it's crazy. I'm not betting you five shots on that one, bud. Remember a year ago around this time when we did kind of uh, dark horse teams to make the Super Bowl and I chose the Bills and you guys are both pretty surprised? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you right. yeah, I remember that. What a solid team they have turned out to be. And I, I almost had them in the same, Corey. I almost had Bills Rams, but I actually went with Chiefs Rams in the final. So I also have the Rams in the Super Bowl in the NFC. Um, we forget how bad of a regular season Tampa Bay had. I mean, they were, they were vying for a playoff spot. Like at the end, they, it wasn't like a smooth cakewalk. Yeah. They, they beat teams, but then we fast forward to the playoffs. They barely beat Washington. They barely beat the Packers. I mean, just because they smoked the chiefs in the Super Bowl, we think the, that the bucks just smoothed their way through, but, I don't. I don't think they're going to do it. So I, I think the Rams are taking the NFC, and then I've got the I've got the Chiefs meeting them there. The the Chiefs are just they're so mad from last year. They're saying all the right things. They're ready to get back to the Super Bowl, and they've got Pat Mahomes, the best quarterback in football, and he's. I, I think that he's going to just do whatever he can to win again. So I actually have the Chiefs winning it again this year. Unfortunately, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, who did I have winning? Oh, I, I, did, see I didn't Bucks, pick a winner. I could see a rematch this year, the Bucks and the Chiefs. That's exactly what I have. Sure. That's exactly what I have. Yeah. My, that's why it was kind of boring. It was uh, for the AFC Chiefs-Bills. I had the Bills at the one seed. I chose the Chiefs to win. Tampa Bay, I had at the four seed against the Seahawks, and I took Tampa Bay to win. And then that makes my Super Bowl Kansas City-Tampa Bay. God, it's... An, I knew this would happen. The problem is every time I look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think about Tom Brady, and I'm never willing to bet against it. It's the craziest yeah, right. thing. Dude, All he has to do is make the playoffs. It is the craziest thing you're, in the world. You're just assuming he's going to the Super Bowl. So I mean, it's the craziest thing. I expect Tom Brady to be in the Super Bowl, and I think he's going to win another Super Bowl, guys. I think. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. whatever. Whatever. At this point. Uh, whatever. I'm just take it. Him. Just take it. Can we just yeah, give it just, to him? Whatever. Just <laughs> like, move on. <laughs> just give him the lives. Super Bowl, please. All right. All right. Anybody have anything else? That's it for me. Jesus. Nope. Tom Brady's going to win another fucking Super Bowl. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three.